for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Hey, how's it going? There we go. Hey, Tom. Good to finally get with you. Yeah, for sure, man. It's uh, it's been a long, crazy day, but I'm glad to get you on here and uh, (laughs) sit down and chat with you a little bit. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, we're obviously streaming already on YouTube. We've been streaming since 10 a.m. this morning because I'm a crazy person. Um, for uh, so for the people that are just getting introduced to you, uh, take this second to introduce yourselves and or introduce yourself and uh, uh, kind of what the Boredom Corporation is all about. Yeah, let me. Here we go. Do this, then people will be reminded. There we go. Yeah. Change the little name there. there yeah, the go. Boredom Corporation. I like to call uh, the imaginary rock band. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just me. I do that. I I I do all of it, um, even on stage. So um, I literally recorded all all right in here. Um, I just, I just lay down some tracks and, uh, I played to a backing track on stage with some, some raucous drums and guitars and, mm-hmm. and synths and the whole, the whole gamut and just, and literally just pretend I'm playing in green day. That's, that's, that's how it all started. So awesome. that's um, awesome. Have you, um, yeah. is there any aspirations of eventually adding people? Yeah. All make- the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it started as a band. Um, and then when we all went to different universities, we uh, I, I just was uh, doing that in my room. And my my friend came to me and he's like, why don't you just do this in front of an audience? And here we are. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I go back and forth on it. Do I want to like it's it's so easy to just put songs together and then take them out and play them. Uh, you don't have to teach anybody. It doesn't take any time. So, yeah. I, But it's a lot more fun with a band. So I go back and forth. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's it scheduling's a lot easier because it's just yourself. But <laughs> yeah. once you finally get out there and start doing something out on the road, it's like it might be fun to have like a full crew with you. You know? Yeah, yeah. I it's I'm like I have Logic open right right behind you here. <laughs> so like it's it's so it's so quick and easy, and um, it's just so much fun. So I'm 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 in the process of 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 starting that search. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not in any hurry, but that's, it is definitely going to happen eventually. Awesome. And where are you uh, based out of? I am in beautiful Boise, Idaho. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's right. How do you, how do you like Idaho? Oh, I love it. I mean, I was born and raised here. Um, So, I mean, it's, it's gotten pretty famous for being the place to be. Uh So, um, and I, I certainly can't blame anybody this place. I mean, I, I, I never want to leave and, and, I can't blame anybody for ever wanting to come. So yeah, it's amazing. The music scene is, is really, uh, it was really taken off before COVID and now it's, it's slowly climbing back. Yeah. I almost moved to Boise about two and a half years ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, I would, I would say you missed an opportunity. <laughs> well, no, I ended up not getting the job that I was applying oh, for. Oh yeah. Well, and cause it. it was one of those deals. I work for a TV station And, um, so the company that I was working for, I was in Tallahassee, Florida at the time, uh, the company that owned us, they had a job opening that, well, they had two job openings. One was in Boise and then one was in twin falls. 
which oh, yeah. Not far. I guess is like, like a suburb or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was all the same station. And he, the guy was, uh, I was interviewing with, he was like, so would you rather be in Boise or Twin Falls? And it's like, well, I don't know anything about Twin Falls, but. Boise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'd rather be in Boise. He's like, okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll just set up the interviews and whatnot, but you're, you're more like, you're more of a fit for what we need in Twin Falls. And I'm like, I mean, <laughs> whatever, like I'll, I'll go wherever Darn. you need me to go. Yeah. yeah. And That's so then ultimately long and short of it, I didn't end up getting the job, but what I had done was as I was going through the interview process, I had started just sticking my neck into the Boise music scene and just started introducing myself like, Hey, Good I'm call. looking to move here. What do yeah. you guys think? you know, all that fun stuff. And I started meeting some really cool people and yeah. So I've, I've been paying attention for a little bit at least. So. Yeah, no, it's, it's my favorite place. I, I left for college and I came ripping back. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I wasn't about to leave. That, that's always the interesting thing is like, I grew up in the South side of Chicago and yeah. I, I, every day of every day I was there, it was like, man, I can't wait to get out of here. Can't wait to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. And so, and that was like the common thing amongst all my friends. It's like, oh, we can't wait to get out of here. There's nothing to do here. You know, yeah. place sucks, yada, yada. And so once we all went to college, I left, never came back, but all my friends came running right back. They're like, yeah. oh, we don't want to be anywhere else. So that, that's always kind of the interesting perspective on things. So, yeah, that's how uh, one of my favorite albums is, is all about American Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty for much sure. the whole thing. <laughs> yep. Um, for, so for where'd you end up going to school? I went to a school called the, it was a university of Idaho, which is oh. like a five and a half hours North of here in a town called Moscow. Um, it's five or 10 minutes from the, from Washington state university. <laughs> gotcha. So, uh, right, right on literally right on the Washington Idaho border. I mean, you can see exactly where the, where the border is. Yeah. Right now, you can probably see the uh, the line of marijuana smoke sitting on the Washington border side. Oh, at, literally at the border, I can I can look across and there's a pot shop like not even half a mile That's down funny. the highway. It's right that, there. That's very funny. <laughs> very very funny. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. Um, so you you went there for four years and then decided, okay, it's yeah yeah yeah. That's where there. the that's where the Boredom Corporation, as it is right now, kind of started. Nice. Um, yeah, it, and it just is blossomed from there nice so is it fair to say that it blossomed out of boredom is that where the name kind of <laughs> Pretty, comes yeah from? yeah that's what happened yeah i never even thought of that um yeah i would i would play um you know my band and the, when we had a band i had uh we had songs that we mm -hmm. had played and it shows in boise and uh and i and i just wanted to record them so i just mm -hmm. started recording them in in i think like a like it actually recorded the first one in a in a video video editing software, yeah. not a music editing software. Yeah. Um, and then I just and that that was, you know, high school. But yeah. Um, you got to college and got some a real um, a, a real DAW and started recording stuff just in my room there, like with with a with one, uh, like a USB mic and mm -hmm. then just taking the guitar direct in. Yeah. <laughs> And using some fake amp amplifiers and some amp modelers on the on the software, and mm. just kind of took it from there. And then I was uh, just in my room one day, just playing along to it, just the track, the drums, uh, and I just took out the parts I wanted to play, 
And uh, my friend came in. He's like, hey, why don't you go? You know, we're having a, a party downstairs or, or over here. Why don't you? Uh, I'll set up the sound system. Why don't you just come play it? Nice. Hey. And here we, here we are. I'm in too deep now. <laughs> that, that, so that, that was kind of your first unofficial gig, I guess? Yeah, it was in the backyard of my fraternity up at, up at Idaho. <laughs> That's funny. Um, That's- yeah, it was – and I, I – there was really no planning around it. I just kind of just did it, and, and then I had an actual gig um, in town there not much much long after. So mm. Awesome. Yeah, and then finally put out some songs on it, on Spotify. Yeah, and uh, you released a full-length album this year, correct? Yeah, but my third, yeah. Third? Um, yeah, third full length came out in January, if not now, when? Um, it, it was, a, I started recording it like my senior year of college and then mm-hmm. finished it. Um, I finished it like almost a year before it came out. I just, mm-hmm. when, when COVID hit, I was like waiting for the right time. I was like, mm-hmm. if this, you know, if this blows over real quick, I'll, I'll have a big release show and yeah. have a big party. And I obviously didn't. So um Finally, I was like, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna release it because I'm, I'm too antsy. I started yeah. writing other songs already. So yeah. I was like, I got you. That makes sense. Yeah. Was yeah. there any thought of just releasing them as singles to kind of play to the, the algorithms, if you will, or yeah. was it always just like, no, nah, I'm gonna just keep it as is? And yeah, I this this will probably be the last like traditional album style release I'll have. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, I did some singles. I did uh, three leading up to it um but i i kind of like the idea of just doing like um you know you take a a 12 song full-length album and you release it in three or four eps you know Mm -hmm. throughout a year um and just kind of build on that so if you have like a like if you have a concept album it'd be kind of cool where you could release three and then it kind of it's almost like a series like a movie series yeah um so that's probably the way i'm going to go next um i don't have enough songs to do it yet but i've got i've got two different albums in the works right now that that are very different from each other so um yeah hopefully something next year will happen (laughs) i mean (laughs) it's something to happen it's look like i mean just everything that i've kind of seen obviously we we don't know there's like if it the pandemic's taught us anything we don't know anything about anything no (laughs) and so it's just one of those deals where 2022 looks like it could be really good for a lot of people but as life has taught us not always yeah Yeah. no i i agree it's it's that's what i've been doing mostly is just like during the initial lockdown i actually didn't record very much Mm. i was uh here all the golf courses were open so i was golfing every single day as much as i could um so I didn't really record very much. I didn't, I didn't have anything to write about really. I just couldn't major writer's block. So, um, it just kind of was put on hold. Just, I just record a bunch of covers. I just got a huge arsenal arsenal of, uh, cover songs cover. now. So, yeah. Who, uh, what do you think? Why do you think you were suffering from writer's block? Like I I've heard that a lot from musicians yeah. early on during the pandemic that they went through like a weird writer's block. Do you think it was because, of just not being able to get out and experience life or what do you think it was contributing? Yeah. To the- I, I don't know. I, I, I thought it would be a great, like a great opportunity to finally like break out of some writer's block and, mm-hmm. and sit down and, and come up with something. But I think, like you said, there just wasn't much interaction going mm-hmm. on, you know, 
um, not really talking to people face to face, you know, really hashing out, um, what you think about things. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, they just never, they just never showed up. And, and I, and it's, it just finally one day here, like sitting right here, I had out of like 15 minutes, I had like three new guitar licks and like pieces of songs. It was just like, bam, bam, bam. And, and I love when that happens, but, um, yeah, they've, they've started to come a lot easier recently. And I think that's because I've been out and about and hanging out with people and, and talking to people. So yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I think that's the correlation. Yeah, for sure. Um, but so just to kind of transition a little bit here, uh, we are here to help uh, raise funds and awareness yep. for pancreatic cancer. Um, you know, I lost my mother in July as mo- anybody that's been following us for any, any normal amount of time, not, you know, mm-hmm. saying anything, but, um, so that brings me to my next question. Uh, have you experienced, had any experiences or family members losing family members to cancer or pancreatic cancer in general? Yeah, actually. Um, I've had, we've had a few family members. I've, I thought I just remembered. I thought it was, we had a family friend die of cancer. I thought it was pancreatic, but it was prostate, but, yeah. um, uh, I was thinking of that all day and then I just remembered it was, yeah. it, I was wrong. Um, yeah, we've had a few. My aunt uh, had uh, pretty aggressive breast cancer for a while, but she's she's fine now. Yeah. Um, one, but one that really hit me hard is I have a close friend from college whose sister um, ended up uh, diagnosed with lim- uh, leukemia. Yeah, acute yeah. lymphoblast lymphoblastic leukemia, and she's not even thirty. Wow. Um, so it was like it was it was pretty rough, and, and my she she and I are pretty close. Um, so yeah, she's, I've, we've been talking a lot and, mm. um, she lives in town, so we mm. see each other a lot. So, um, and how's she doing? Yeah. She's actually, uh, in remission. Uh, mm. she's, she's on the slate to get a, uh, bone marrow transplant. So, um, nice. which apparently is like the best chance at a full on cure um, yeah. or a, what can be a cure. Yeah. Um, and it happened pretty quickly. Um, my friend was telling me like, she's, I was getting the, the sense that it was like, you know, it's not looking good. Um, mm-hmm. We don't know what's going to happen. And then suddenly she, she sends me a text like, Hey, great news. And yeah. so, yeah, it was good to hear. I was, I was surprised and, and she's over, she's with her now at home. So um, yeah, I was pleased, I was pleased to hear that. So it's, it has not had a huge impact in my life, but when it does, it, it has, yeah. it's, it yeah. definitely rears its ugly head. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, uh, you know, it, it's just one of those things where, the last three years or so have just been like nut punch after nut punch. Cause yeah. my dad in 2019, my dad was diagnosed with prostate cancer. Uh, he's good in, That's well, good. in remission for, I don't know if they call it in remission or if he's <laughs> fully recovered at this point, but either way he, he's good. And then the week. So the week my dad got, his notice that he's good was the day before my mom's birthday. And so it was like, okay, cool. And then went into the birthday, they had something to celebrate, you know, everybody's good. Everybody's got a clean bill of health. And then the next day, my mom gets diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. That that is nut punch after nut punch. Yeah. And so 
um, after the, after she got diagnosed, I went down to, I was down in Florida for a good little bit, to kind of help them get Yeah, through. I remember you posted something about on Facebook about that. Yeah. 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 I was, uh, I was there for a bit and, um, you know, it was one of those things where I tried to podcast when I could and my mom yeah. got, my mom got mad at me for not podcasting more. <laughs> and I'm yeah, sitting there like, makes sense. It, it's like, I'm down there. I'm up at 6 a.m. because I got to make sure the house is clean. I got to make sure everybody's getting what they need. And then I got to go work eight hours. Yeah. The last thing I want to do is after being up for 14 hours already is a podcast. Do a podcast. So, (laughs) yeah, I I certainly can't blame you. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where it's just like, but she enjoyed it when I did do them. And she would sit outside the uh, bedroom that I was in. And just kind of listen to a half a conversation. Yeah, that's cool. So, but um, nice family moment. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, so that that's kind of when she got diagnosed, I automatically started thinking of what I could do because that's just kind of the motivation that I needed. Like, it's too late to really do anything for her, but yeah, let's let's see what else I can do. Uh, but even early on, then we didn't know how bad it really was. Like we thought we had a year. We thought we were going to be able to like really fight. We had a fighting chance. Yeah. But you know, it was just so late in the game that two, like a month after I moved out or went down there full time in May, May 8th, I went down there mother's day, uh, yep. which was a nice timing. Cause I got there mother's day morning and I got to spend the day with her and, you know, and then beginning of June, she just took like a really weird turn yeah and she just went downhill from there so yeah that's that's the worst part about it is that you have like no idea yeah for sure just driving in the dark without your headlights on so yeah and it's one of those things where we you take her in for like chemo and stuff and they're saying oh it's gonna at least help her you know with like pain management and stuff and it wasn't it was just killing her quicker quicker and it's like had we not put her on chemo would we, would she still be around? Would she have lived yeah. longer? Would she have been in more pain? You know, you just don't know. So yeah. It's, it's the woulda, coulda, shoulda game. Yeah. The woulda, coulda, shoulda. That'll hurt you every time. So yeah. Yeah. I agree. But, um, so yeah, just, just to kind of drive that home. If you're out here listening, make sure you're on the lookout for that stuff because yep. It, it'll catch you when it before and you won't know until it's too late and at that point you just gotta throw up a hope and a prayer and right yeah i know it's it's it sucks <laughs> it does it really does <laughs> there's no way around it yep but th- that's why we're doing the uh fundraiser today because thanks to pancan the uh the nonprofit that we're supporting they were able to raise survival rate from four percent to ten percent oh that's great I didn't so know that it's, it's moving in the right direction, but yeah. it took them over 20 years to get it there. So it's just kind of yeah. like, you know, that's how it well, goes. And then watch yeah. when, when I'm 50, it'll be like a 90%. It'll just yeah, take, it'll take a J curve and just take yeah. off. Yeah, probably. So, yeah. um, but yeah, so I, I just, I don't want to spend the entire 30 minutes on that, but you know, just a few minutes to talk about it is always, oh, yeah, of uh, course. Good. Um, so kind of moving forward with your music, uh, which do you have any shows on the schedule for the rest of the year or what is the rest of your year looking like? Not, not the rest of this calendar year. Um, 
I'm kind of glad uh, just, um, you know, doing shows in, in December and, and late November. I mean, it really gets scheduling really gets tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I spend a lot of time up, up North, Northern Idaho yeah. um, in the winter skiing. So it just makes scheduling a little harder. So um, yeah, I look into January and February for some new stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I it's, I just kind of take them as they come. It's not, it's not something I really am really driving home really hard right now. Mm-hmm. I'm more focused on the recording and writing process. Yeah, um, for sure. So it's, it's it, next year. I'll definitely be trying a little harder to do it, but. Um, well, when you know, like the hope is by Jan- by the end of the holidays, yeah. we'll kind of be back into normal, whatever that means. Yeah. Um, and we'll kind of, see where everything sits after that yeah especially in boise everything's so seasonal um Mm -hmm. you're not going to find a ton of live music in the in the winter it'll be Mm -hmm. just in the in the venues you know like the 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 concert venues in town um some bars uh but in the summertime the the bars that can open up you know open their 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 doors and their windows and and the the bars of the patios that's where the that's you get i mean it's like endless live music for sure. Everywhere in town. So for sure. Um, I definitely take advantage of the summers. Nice. And what's the, what are the winters like in Boise? I've always been kind of curious. I get mixed messages. Mixed. When I talk. That's, that's yeah. it. That's what it is. Um, you know, some years it, it is pretty mild and it, and it usually goes by the month. So like, um, I remember in high my senior year of high school, we had the coldest November on record. It was like nine degrees one day. Um, but just last weekend, it was 65 degrees, um, here. So, um, you know, my sophomore year in college, we had the, the most snow we've ever had. Um, and then immediately the year after we didn't get like any snow. Mm. Um, so it's really back and forth, you know, December's can get, you know, maybe December we'll get no snow and then January, February, we'll get a ton or it'd be vice versa. We'll get all the snow in December and then January, February, we won't, we won't get any, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's very back and forth, but the, the only consistent part is that it's usually cold. <laughs> yeah. For it'll sure. get in the, it'll January will stay in the twenties pretty much every day. Yeah. Every now and then you'll get like a, you know, a, a mid forties day, fifties yeah. um, yeah. day. If you're lucky. Um, I'm kind of glad like every, I, what's that? It said, I'm kind of glad I didn't make the move. I can't stand it. <laughs> like yeah. Last year or this year, uh, January, February, it got, well, I mean, you saw the the news in Texas, like it was insanity. We were, we were talking about having a a podcast then and and you had lost power. Yeah. Yep. That's right. It was, uh, it was a pretty insane. Um, yeah, it's not that bad here. (laughs) Yeah. It it, it was one of those things. I remember just like when we did have power, it was like, all right, cool. And they were so worried about us losing power again that they're like, yeah, okay, keep your thermostat as low as you can bear it. <laughs> yeah. Because we don't want to strain out this power grid. Yeah. So I could only imagine. Yeah. We haven't, we haven't had anything like that here that I can remember. Um, I know there was like a, I think our coldest day ever was negative 25. Yeah. And I was, I was, that was my first winter alive. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and it has not happened since. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We're lucky. We're lucky. You don't have that all the time. Yeah. So 
as we kind of start wrapping this up, uh, one thing that we've been doing on every one of these interviews is asking a random question from our random question generator. Awesome. I love that. So I'm going to give this one big spin. And if you are ready, I have your question. Cool. Ready. If safety wasn't an option, would you rather ride a lion or swim with sharks? Swim with sharks for sure. Like hands down. (laughs) I've always wanted to do that. I've never thought of riding a lion, but that swimming with sharks, I would love to do. Nice. Awesome. Okay. I've, I've heard of, I've met people that have done it. Um, and seeing and just seeing it on TV. I mean, um, I love somebody watches when I was little, I was gonna say somebody watches shark week. Don't they? Yeah. Right. (laughs) That's yeah. I've always wanted to do that. So if I had that opportunity, I would absolutely take it. I've never been scuba diving, so I would, I'd just go that far. (laughs) Yeah. I, I I don't know if I would swim with sharks, but I, I, if safety wasn't a, wasn't a concern, like it wasn't a thing I had to worry about. I'd probably, yeah, Yeah. I'd I'd give it a go for sure. sure. So hands down would swim with sharks that's a funny question because yeah. oh, some of them are like some of them i'll have to like sweep through because they're kind of lame questions like <laughs> yeah i i or i just don't feel comfortable asking that person yeah, that question you know the spectrum <laughs> yeah and so it's just kind of like most of the time they're pretty not i don't want to say tame but they're pretty like yeah. right in the pocket of where they need to be so yeah that, that's pretty pg good. that's where you yeah. want to be yeah, for sure. So, um, but yeah, so thank you for so much for jumping on here. Um, for anybody that wants to check out your music or anything else that you got going on, where's the uh, best place to do that? Yeah. Um, I, I try to push Instagram. So follow me on Instagram. Uh, uh, that's where you can get most of my information. I'm on Facebook as well. Uh, just all at the boredom corporation. Um, and then you can find all my music on Spotify, iTunes, um google play amazon music i mean literally anywhere deezer like what title uh jay-z's streaming service it's all there um if you make a tiktok video you can put my music in it Um, nice so uh, i'm not on tiktok but my music is nice uh yeah and then uh you know reach out send me a message um i can definitely know where to get the cool stuff so um awesome yeah follow me and and I won't spam you. I promise. And boredomcorporation.com. You can go to boredomcorporation.com. Um, you know, you get digital downloads of music there and all kinds of cool stuff. I have a whole merch store on there. So yeah. go check it out. Yeah, for sure. Have you uh, thought about experimenting with like the uh, NFT market space? Are, are you in on the, any of that stuff? Or? <laughs> no, I know what it is. I have not, I have not even thought about like not even gone that far i i dabbled in in cryptocurrency in, in college and yeah. uh that was enough risk i was really uh, i wanted to take yeah <laughs> and then yeah. so that and I, I i know what they are i just don't i've never bothered to even yeah try <laughs> like i mean there's some definite possibilities and some definite options there but it's one of those deals where it's just like you gotta have a following or you gotta know what you're doing yeah, that's so. that's where I'm at. I need to get the following first. Yeah. <laughs> so sure. go listen on Spotify. Everybody yes. go listen on Spotify. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. But um once again, thank you so much for jumping on. I absolutely appreciate it. Yeah, thank you everybody thank you. for tuning in and just being here, hanging out with us all day. We're here for a very good cause of 
raising funds and awareness for pancreatic cancer research for, through PanCan. Uh, they've been uh, funding research since 1999, and they've been able to help raise the survival sur survivability rate from 4% to 9% or 10%. My brain is mush right now. Who knows? <laughs> I bet. Uh, so they've been able to raise it to 10% uh, for anybody that's been diagnosed with, or for anybody being diagnosed with uh, pancreatic cancer. So that's great, but not anywhere where it needs to be. So if you're wanting to donate and support the links are there's on YouTube, it's in the description and it's pinned in the comment section. Or if you're uh, running around our social media, it is pretty much posted everywhere there. So it all counts. It all goes. So any support would be much appreciated. Even give us a share. That would be amazing as well. Yep. So, but once again, thank you so much for joining us. And we will be back in about 30 minutes with John Connor. I promise cool. that's the right act this time. So thanks, Tom. I really appreciate it. Yep. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Yep. Thank you. Right. See you. Bye.